0: Podcast. This is Courtney. This is Ashley and we are coming at you live from Boston in a very new environment. We're at Court's Place. Yes we are and I'm super excited to host you for the first time ever. I'm so happy to be here. On a Saturday. On a Saturday. So unlike us. Right? We're such Sunday gals. We are but I'm feeling good about this.
1: To have a full Sunday to do whatever we want
0: yes absolutely i saw you last night i'll see you today who knows i'll probably also see you tomorrow <laughs> and it is a three-day weekend i wouldn't
1: um, oh my god do you have monday off i
0: do do i have monday off i think i would know about it if i did how do you not know so i probably I feel like you it. should
1: have it off well i guess we'll find out okay that's so nice
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. I hope that you have it off. No, I'm sure I don't. Otherwise, I'd know about it. Although, I'm feeling guilty because I just came back from vacation, and then I worked for two days, and now it's a three-day weekend. How was Miami, Ashley? Oh, Miami was so good, per usual. Uh, Our hotel was great. I would highly suggest the Nobu Hotel in South Beach. We had great food. I went to Carbone for the first time. It did indeed live up to the hype. My only complaint is that it was very rushed like we sat down and immediately like they brought stuff over you put in your order and like immediately like your plates were cleaned up
1: yeah it just i wonder if it's like that at all the locations
0: i don't know i mean it was no i'm not even gonna say like it was super bowl sunday like it's not like there was a ton of people i mean i'm sure they still had packed reservations but it just felt like they were trying to turn it over really quick interesting yeah Well, did you get the penne spicy vodka? I did, and it was really good. Yeah. I can't lie, like if we had one of those in Boston, I would definitely order for like pickup, just like to go for that pasta. Oof. It was really good. We also got this veal parmesan, as in like eggplant parmesan, but like super thin. Oh my god, it was the best thing I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> to like melt in your mouth. Oh my god, it was so good. It reminded me of your mom's eggplant parm that she makes. <laughs> it was so good. That's awesome. Well, I'm happy that you had some time away. I was
1: living vicariously through all of your Instagram stories the whole time. I know. It was so
0: different for me to be on the on the vacation. Yeah, and you to be at home. <laughs>
1: I know, so weird, but For the
0: record, Courtney was supposed to be coming with me on this. Uh Joe and I extended the vacation to her and Matt, but Matt's completing his CFA exam. His so. exams this week. Holy so shit. Can't wait
1: to have my boyfriend back. Yeah. <laughs> good luck, Matt. Yeah. Sending good vibes. So, quick updates. We have one Boston recommendation of the week because Ashley and I are about to go there, but it's Both are one of our favorite places. Our favorite coffee spots, for sure. Yeah. So bittersweet coffee on Newbury Street. It's a female-owned business, if anyone's curious, but it's a coffee shop and like little pastries and whatnot. And they brew certain flavors in their coffee. So they have things like cinnamon toast crunch, like Vermont maple syrup. That's my favorite. And what blows my mind is that it's strong coffee as if it oh, were it's good was coffee. like cold brew potency like very strong and like thick not watered down ever but also has these like really robust flavors to it so my favorite is to go there for the iced coffees and get different flavors and literally just drink it black because it's so sweet
0: <laughs> yeah it's really good they also have overnight oats oh yes I've they had have those the too. peanut butter and jelly overnight oats I haven't had that one yet <gasps> Oh, my God. It's so good. Honestly, I need to... S- someone needs to inspire me to start cooking again. But, like, overnight oats is such an easy breakfast. That's healthy, delicious. Yeah. And that, that just gave me inspo. But, yeah, their overnight oats are really good. All to say, Courtney and I have a little date after this. <laughs> um we're meeting someone that we met through the podcast Instagram. She, she found the pod and we've been DMing and we kind of have like an online bestie at this point and we're meeting them in person. So I've never met somebody online like from social media in the real IRL. I don't think I have either. So it'll be fun. It'll be a treat. We'll report back. I'm yeah. sure we're going to have an amazing time. Yeah. I mean, Jess, if you're listening, hi. Hey. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to meet her at Bittersweet. We're going to catch up
1: for coffee. Amazing. And then the second update we have to share also involves Newbury Street. We okay. got a DM from the manager of a boutique on Newbury Street, basically asking if we wanted to record an episode in this space and essentially have the space after hours and invite our listeners and our friends to come out and shop the store at a discounted price and also just hang out with like Rose, get some personal styling. And I literally couldn't imagine a better event for like the first community event, allowing us to invite people that listen to the podcast that we don't, we've never met before.
0: Yeah, no, it's going to be really fun. So we're going to work with Bobbles and lace, um, to set up a date. You guys will hear more on the Instagram but yeah, basically, you guys get discounted clothes. We all drink rosé, and everybody gets to meet each other and hang out. Yeah, say less. Sign me up. Sign so me up. Let, let us more know. To come. Yeah,
1: let us know if you're interested. We're gonna definitely have like different ways that you can like get involved or share if you're interested in joining or like times that might work better for you versus others, um, so you can make sure that you'll be there, and we'll tell you far enough in advance. So. So exciting.
0: So exciting. Think April.
1: Ashley, are we growing? We're growing, baby. You can do both
0: this growing, everyone. <laughs> How exciting is this moment? It is so exciting. And without further ado, <laughs> let's jump into the episode. So today's topic is long overdue, and it is the topic of confidence. Say it louder for the people in the back. The topic of <laughs> Confidence. <laughs> This is something that
1: needs to be talked about more because confidence is literally what carries your energy and your presence in your day-to-day life in everything that you do. And there are ways that you can become more confident if it doesn't come naturally to you. And we have completely different experiences with confidence and how we've lived. And I'm just excited, honestly, to like, introspect. I feel like doing research and preparing for today's episode really got me into my, like, self-development, self-care era. I'm already in that, but it kind of deepened it, and I'm just excited to share it with everyone else.
0: Oh, I love that. I also really enjoyed kind of, like, reflecting and, like, writing down, like, tips and tricks, because I need to be reminded, too, like, confidence is a muscle that constantly needs to be exercised, so this was a nice little reminder. And with that, okay, so the first thing I grabbed for confidence was the definition. Yes. I feel like everyone needs to actually hear the definition of confidence. So it is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. Firm trust. So at the end of the day, confidence all comes down to like basically being able to rely on yourself and trust yourself. Yeah. Because we're going to be talking about like, confidence in yourself yes. not really confidence with other people in this episode yeah. and I think that is something that people don't always they kind of forget about yeah because so when people see confidence they're like, oh that person's so confident like I wish I could be like that and it's like no 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 you can be like that yeah all that person is exuding is trust in themselves. Literally. That's it. You forget to acknowledge that
1: what you see on the outside is what's directly reflected on the person's inside. So if you want to be as confident as someone else, it's up to you. It's not something that anyone else can help you with. It's about you giving yourself that accountability and trust and it transcends beyond yourself. So your self-development always is something that other people see and it's exciting because you have the power to create it for yourself. Yeah. So, let's get into confidence and how it how we've perceived ourselves with confidence or lack thereof throughout our lives. Do you want to start?
0: Yeah, I can start. So, I have been blessed with confidence for the majority of my life. I feel like I just grew up being confident. I attribute that to my parents, just my absolute hype family always hyping me up, Literally. saying I'm the best at everything. And I just, I just believed it. I was like, I can do this. Oh, a new sport? Yeah, let me try. Like, I w- had a very hum- humble, does that, I don't know if that's the right word, but I just had a willingness to try everything. Yeah. And so between my family hyping me up, encouraging me, never really talking down to me ever, Um, I never really had those negative self-thoughts or self-talk. And then on top of that, my mom is like the most positive person in the world. Sagittarius mothers. I swear there's something about them. So naturally, I just adopted that positive outlook on life. And I think the positivity that I grew up with is also just what has made contributed to my confidence yeah because I never really had negative thoughts I was like oh like I'm gonna go into this social event like it's gonna be so much fun like yeah. oh there is a what was it you know spirit week in high school yeah like I was the as you can probably imagine like <laughs> I was the person that went all out for spirit week I was on the cheerleading team so like of course I was like extra in that sense And I think that's a perfect example of there's a lot of people that would get really nervous to wear something like crazy and odd, especially in high school. But I just always had this perspective that it was like, oh, this is just going to be so much fun. Like, why wouldn't I dress crazy and wild? Yeah. I never thought about what other people were going to think or think that I couldn't not pull it off. So confidence kind of carried with me all up until college, I would say. But even in college, I was pretty confident. I think the first hesitation I had was when I was applying to internships and jobs. And I was like, wait, this rejection sucks. Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. I hadn't really faced a lot of rejection in my life before that. And I just started kind of that imposter syndrome started to creep in a little bit. And that's where a lot of these practices, like I had to actively work on that. Yeah. And I'm just like kind of laughing to myself right
1: now because all of this just makes so much sense. I obviously didn't know you in high school. I didn't know you before like second semester, freshman year of college. But when I didn't know you and I knew of you, you were the girl that was known to be wearing whatever she wanted, doing whatever she wanted, posting whatever she wanted on Instagram and It's something that I think from other people, if they're not as confident, it could seem as intimidating. Like, oh, some people might even think, is this girl a bitch? Like, Mm -hmm. is this girl, like, who is this girl? Why is she so confident? And almost like, how do I become, how do I get a sprinkle of what she has? And it's interesting. I think confidence can breed some, I don't know, some, some, not toxicity, but like, people are intimidated by it and it's a reflection of themselves when it is something like that. And I just know that you've always been that person. And like now that I'm literally your girlfriend, I know that all of this like, is true like you are this confident like you s- everything that w- you were known as before I knew you is literally authentically who you are and it's really inspiring for people I think you've also helped me become more confident and have helped me just kind of care less and it's something that a lot of people can learn from so
0: of course like my eyes are watering <laughs> no it's true oh that's and so
1: sweet of course it's just so true and um I think you make the decisions you make in your life and you're bold and you try new things and you start a podcast and you're the first person out of our friend group to move in with a boyfriend. Like it's because you're confident in your decisions and like, you know, that at the end of the day, if something doesn't work out, you can also be confident in your ability to test and learn and like carry on.
0: Totally. We always talk
1: about this all the time. This is like my last little tangent before I get into all what I'll say about myself, but we always talk about, like, we are in very stable, healthy relationships. Like, we're with people that we could see ourselves existing the rest of our lives with and in. And at the same time, we also say, God forbid this word to end tomorrow, both of us would be okay. Yeah. Because we're confident in ourselves and our ability to carry on and not be reliant on someone else and just the confidence we have in the value that we bring to our relationships, who we are as people, and I don't think a lot of people can share that same sentiment when they're in relationships where like we it's always funny like I don't ever foresee myself or I don't consider myself codependent, but I would love to spend every moment and every second with my boyfriend because like that's just our relationship and how much love we have for one another. And we genuinely think we make each other's lives better in every which sense. Um, But at the same time, like we can also be entirely independent people and have confidence to do things without one another.
0: Yeah. I joke that I am codependent all the time Yeah, because like Joe and I are attached at the hip and like, I love spending every, I would much rather spend every second with him than a second without him. However, sometimes I have to, like, remind him and, like, assure people around me. I'm like, you guys know I'm, like, kidding, right? Yeah, right. Like, like, yes, I fully am, quote, codependent, blah, blah, blah. But, like, at the end of the day, you know I'm not. And people are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, right. And I'm like, "Mm, no, you don't get it. Yeah, right. And that's fine if other people don't get it. Like, all that I need to know is that, like, I'm going to be good no matter what happens. Yeah. But I think I'm, like, so convincing and so confident in my, like, pretending to be codependent like i have to remind joe sometimes too because yeah. he's he's like ashley you would never be able to live with me i'm like you're live, without, live without you. me and i'm like you know you know i can fully do like my own, own uh, life yeah, like, right? I existed before you but i even have this man fooled yeah but i also think but that's not- my secret sauce in dating before if we want to go down the full dating route <laughs> is that i make these men think that i cannot live without them and then boop, i can cut them right out <laughs> Actually, Not Joe though. Not Joe. Joe's different. No, but I just think that's so interesting to even like
1: think about confidence in relationships. It's like you can, not that confidence is directly associated with dependency, but I just think it's interesting.
0: Um, Okay.
1: Give us your history on confidence. So my history is growing up, I like, I'm talking toddler. I'm talking the little court inside. I was camera shy. I had stage fright. I didn't like to partake in new sports or things that I was afraid I wasn't gonna be great at. Like, I remember my parents in I think middle school or even before that, sitting me down and saying, you need to get involved in a sport. Like, you can choose what you wanna do, but you need to figure it out, especially in college, or sorry, high school. Because they knew that that was going to be something you need to be a well-rounded student. you need to be involved in things outside of academics. And they made me try like I I tried tennis, I tried gymnastics, I tried dance, I tried volleyball, I tried soccer. Like you I would did have
0: been a good little gymnast. I don't remember
1: what happened. I think I was trying to be a gymnast in my chunky face, which just didn't (laughs) work out. I know. I don't know what the thing was, but I basically tried a bunch of things and I was forced to try it and I, I didn't like it because I was forced to meet new people. I was forced to try things that I wasn't good at. And at the end of the day, I ended up finding volleyball and everything was all chill and good. But like, it was something that didn't come like naturally to me in being confident in new environments. Um, I used to in, dance classes i'm a terrible dancer i have zero rhythm it was embarrassing that i had to do that like terrible so embarrassing that we'd get to the dance recitals and i literally have like stage fright and i like wouldn't i wouldn't end up performing when I was little but then when I was like in middle school or whatever I just I knew I I thought to myself I'm not good at this I don't have rhythm therefore I can't be confident and I'm gonna stand out compared to everyone else and that's exactly what happened anyhow we're diving into childhood trauma all of a sudden so I'm (laughs) gonna get out of that um but then middle school high school I was definitely more confident um but I also think it was always because I was working on myself like My parents always say when I was in high school and middle school, like I would only spend time with friends one day a weekend because the other day of the weekend I was doing homework. I was studying like I was always making sure that I was prepared for school like I was a straight A student growing up like that's just who I was. But it it never came naturally to me. It came from me wanting to do well and me wanting to put in the preparation so I can be confident in certain situations. And
0: then it came. I'm from so proud of Little Course for like <laughs> doing that and having that motivation. I feel like that's huge. Just people work their whole lives to develop habits like that. Yeah, and like that's why you are so. And I didn't even
1: like. I didn't do that in the moment, knowing that this is going to no. turn me into this being that I am today. But yeah. like, I don't know why. I think it was from pressure that like I wanted to do well. I've just always wanted to do well. Like that's I think been a first to me. child, like first child. I syndrome. have to make my
0: parents proud.
1: Exactly, and so moving on from, like, academics, or not even, but in high school, I ended up taking this marketing class because I knew it was going to be an easy elective. That's what everyone was talking about going into my freshman year. And I ended up doing a project for this class that was, like, build, like, an advertising plan for a business, whatever. And so I did that, and my teacher, like, saw the potential and was like, I think you should just run with this and compete. It was DECA. I don't know if anyone is familiar with it, but it's like a business organization across like the nation. And it forced me to get really comfortable with getting comfortable with things that I was talking about and presenting about. And then I basically worked, worked, worked on this project practice my presentation skills and communication skills. And then at the end of it, I had to present it to like a mock business owner. Um, And that was something that really paved my passion for marketing in general. So from literally freshman year of high school, I knew that's what I had wanted to do. And then all four years, I did this thing that like pushed me out of my comfort zone, made me embody like someone in a profession, something in a professional setting Um, and be confident, like literally pretending that I was in a real situation. And I literally didn't even realize it until this conversation right now. I didn't even prep to say this, but like this made me practice the muscle to become prepared for other situations in my life that allowed me to have confidence. Yes. So I am an extremely confident person. I think it's because I work on my health and wellness and my fitness, and I feel good a lot of the time about myself. I do try to consume content that makes me feel good, like podcasts that are business-oriented and self-love-oriented. I surround myself with people that are going to uplift me and not make me feel like I'm not deserving of the things that I have in my life. And just a culmination of people, experiences, and things that I consume on the day to day have allowed me to bring this energy to different facets of my life um and wow I just didn't think about this this deeply until this very moment I'm surprised it's coming out this eloquently <laughs> honestly it sounds great um and yeah so that's my experience with confidence and honestly my whole life I've had people that have asked me how are you this confident like one of my someone I look up to in a workplace setting, he described me as this effortless confidence. So it's something that appears to be so natural and it's so charismatic and convincing. And it's like, he asked me, he's like, how do you have this? And it made me ask myself, I didn't even know that I had this. How do I have this? And all to say that like, it's been something that other people see in me, which has made me realize it in myself and made me think about how am I this confident and it is all that I had just shared in the beginning. It's like forcing myself to enter new situations, test things and get better at them and practicing that muscle like you had mentioned and applying that to different areas of my life.
0: I think that just made me think of, I think one thing that you and I both have in like our confidence journey is being very aware of things that don't make us feel good. Yeah. so like for you I feel like a big thing is the content like you consume for me it's like not surrounding myself with negative people like that is something I have always been so aware of and I am so repellent of people that bring me down or bring my energy down or do not match my energy and that way like i don't know for some reason when i think of confidence the first thing is like social situations because i definitely do get some social anxiety like in my adult life i attribute that to alpha Phi recruitment <laughs> that courtney did that was the first time in my life i've never not felt confident first time and it i will take it to my grave but actually if you are with someone and you're entering a social situation and like you are have a tiny bit of anxiety right and they're like, oh my God, this is going to be terrible. I'm going to hate this, like whatever. Like you are all of a sudden, your confidence is going to plummet. Oh my God, yeah. Whereas if you're around people that are like, let's just you're make You're going to kill best. it. Like, it's fine. Everything's going to be fine. Like this is going to be fun. It's not that deep. Then like your confidence is skyrockets. Ashley, I'm getting
1: flashbacks to you running up to me before recruitment starts. And you're like, what do I talk about with these
0: people? Like what questions do I ask? Like sick to my stomach. I can't. <laughs> So before we get into like our little tips here, uh, one more thing I wrote down was kind of just like the definition of self-esteem. So it comes down to like confidence, but a lot of it when you're reflecting on self-confidence is self-esteem. So just another definition for you to like carry with you through this episode is self-esteem is how we perceive ourselves. The feelings we get when we think about the way we look, how smart we are, our athletic skills. Or even how much money we make. It is the concept of defining whether we are lovable, satisfied, and unique. And this is all set by yourself. And all has to do with how you think of yourself. Yeah. So remember that like, as we go through these tips. So with that being said, here are some practices to implement that will help you become more confident. First one I have is habits. So of course, we've been talking about this for a while. We want to do a deep dive on habits. Habits In our um, giveaway, we included the book Atomic Habits. If you are serious about maybe breaking some bad habits or picking up some good ones, would highly recommend that book. But the concept of habits is pick one and then stick with it. And then as it becomes more natural, you can have it stack. You can do multiple things. You can add to it. But bare minimum, pick one habit, make your bed every day. Yeah. And hold yourself accountable that you will always make your bed every single day. Yeah. And that will build the muscle of confidence because you can rely on yourself that, oh, no matter what happens, I make my bed every single day. And that's like one more tool in your toolbox. That's one more like, check in your corner, like, Hey, look what I accomplish, and look what I can rely on about myself. Yeah. And I think the example of making your bed
1: is such a good one because it's something so simple that you can incorporate into your life. And I think some people could be like, okay, so how is making my bed going to make me feel more confident in a meeting at my work? And so what I want to kind of zoom out and say for a second is it's, the muscle of you creating accountability for yourself that, like Ashley just mentioned, that the more you do little things like that and incorporate little promises and daily practices into your everyday life, even things that you don't want to do, like making your bed is something that's just like, oh, like I'm just going to get back into it later. It's so easy to dismiss. But if you practice saying something to yourself that you're going to do something and actually do it, it's going to make broader things in your life, bigger decisions that you have to make and the confidence in your ability to make those decisions a lot easier and a lot more seamless. So that's why it's so something so little can actually have such a big impact compounded over time when you build on that concept.
0: That also made me think of, okay, so let's say you're in your nine to five, like you want to be your CEO one day. By making your bed every day, you are becoming closer to like that CEO. Because think about it, right now, your CEO. You think he makes hit? Do you think she? Sorry. My,
1: uh, <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Anyways, uh, do you think she makes her bed every morning? Absolutely. If I had to guess, like I bet the CEO of a company makes their bed every morning. Yeah. And you are now aligning with the aligning with that higher version of yourself, your future self and yeah. where you want to be. Yeah. So yes, it is a small practice, but all like confidence and success is is a bunch of tiny tiny little habits and practices stacked up to make one big thing. Yeah. And something similar
1: to what you just mentioned is pushing yourself a little bit so like making your bed is something easy that most people probably do or should do in their everyday life but incorporating a little habit that maybe is something that you don't want to do or like you don't care to do but you know that it's going to like have a good impact on your life so I was just listening to a podcast on Ed Milette when he was interviewing Tony Robbins which like this is, they're huge entrepreneur, entrepreneurs, like life coaches, speakers, whatever. But this is something that the normal people can do. <laughs> like us, the normal ones. No, <laughs> the the everyday folk, if you will. Everyday folk. Um, so Tony was sharing that he takes like a three-minute cold shower every single morning. And you don't need to do that. I'm not asking you to do that. How about when you're in the shower in the morning, the last minute, of your shower the last 30 seconds every single day you turn the water temperature to cold it shocks your nervous system which is really good for the rest of the cortisol levels throughout your entire day it wakes you up it actually has really great health benefits for your hair um, because it closes your like hair follicles and makes all the moisture and the conditioner and the product stay in for the rest of the day and it helps with frizz that's a side note Um, but there, that's something that like, you wouldn't typically want to do, like make your bed, but if you make a promise to yourself like that, it, that will give you the confidence to make other decisions that you don't necessarily want to do. Um, so kind of building off and giving an example of what I had previously talked about, but something so easy. And if you practice a muscle that like, I don't want to do this necessarily, but if I do it, it has these benefits and it'll just make decision power or decision making easier in terms of like things that you don't want to do. That'll just show in other areas of your life.
0: Yeah. Because then you're also, like we said earlier, you're now aligning with the person that does get shit done. Yeah. Even if they don't want to do it.
1: Exactly. That's a great way to close the loop.
0: So going off of that last thing I'll have about habits, I think is, this is also another atomic habits, um, tip but never miss twice so for example you're taking your cold shower every day one of these days you're just having a tough morning and you cannot get yourself to turn the water to cold listen we're all human nobody is perfect nobody is going to do 100% of their habits every single day yeah but never miss it twice. That next day, you better be sure that you are absolutely turning that water to cold. Yeah, because then you're creating an unhealthy habit. Exactly. So that's just one thing to keep in mind. Like the world does not end if you break a habit or you don't c- hold yourself reliable or whatever it is. But just like don't create the habit of missing that. Yeah. Promise to yourself.
1: Yep. Next is don't think about how other people see you. Um, really focus on how you want to feel and how you want to live your life and how you feel about yourself. So just not letting the opinions of other people really get to you because you need to understand that people's understanding of you or perception of you is just a reflection of themselves and it's only going to inhibit you from doing the things that take you to your higher self and what you want to do in your most authentic way of living.
0: Yes. Also, like, there's no reason to think about anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Every, it, it, there are so many people in this world and they are all living in this world that centers Revolts around, around themselves. them. Nobody gives a crap about you. No one is spending their time thinking about you. And if they are, that they have their own demons that yeah, they need right? to battle. Like, that should be none of your concern, what other people think about you. The biggest thing to remember is how you see yourself. Yep. And going through that is you need to adopt the I don't care mindset. So very similar. Like you should really strive to be carefree. And the less care you have, the more confidence will come to you. For sure. Like whenever you're nervous or like you're feeling a little confident, you should be like, it's not that serious it's not that big of a deal. Nothing's that serious. The
1: theme of you can do both is it's not that serious. It's not that freaking serious. It's never that serious.
0: I have to remind, I had a meet, I don't know if I said this in our, um, nine to five corporate America episode, but one of like my mentees, she was like, how do you like prep for like being confident in a presentation? Like I have this presentation next week. And I was like, I genuinely like One, fake it till you make it. Like, you know that. But at the end of the day, like, nobody really cares. Yeah. Like, they're not going in there being like, oh, my God, is she going to do X, Y, and Z? Did she stutter? Does she not fully know this? Like, you're six months into your career. This is your first presentation. Like, it's not that serious. Yeah. And they don't care that much. They're worried about the meetings that they have on their calendar. Exactly. So between not caring what other people think and then just, like, not caring in general your confidence will boost a little bit. Yeah. One
1: thing that I am realizing in myself that I need to do more of is remind yourself of all of the amazing qualities and values that you offer. Instead of focusing on the things that you can't provide or that you wish you had these certain strengths, it's like lean into what you do have and own it. It kind of plays off of imposter syndrome, right? It's like there's this weird... Thing going on at my company right now where there's about to be a restructuring and people are just scared that they're going to be laid off, which rightfully so I would be terrified. And I. I can't I I'm not terrified, particularly because I'm also confident in what I bring to the table and what I can bring elsewhere If for whatever reason, like this weren't to work out, if I were to have to start over from scratch and had to apply for jobs like that is just I started thinking like oh my god like I was going down a negative thought cycle and like a whole like oh my god what if I have to look for a job oh my god what do I even bring to the table I started looking at LinkedIn I'm like what if my experience is like don't fit these job descriptions and blah blah, blah. like these are very natural thoughts to have but then I was like whoa court why don't we take a second and Think about all the amazing things I've done this far. Think about all the skills that I have and write down all the positives as opposed to like, oh, wait, I don't have the certification which is needed for this role that's online right now. And focus on the good and be appreciative and grateful for like what you do have and offer so that you don't get caught in that negative and that I don't have X, Y, and Z. It's honestly just like a mindset shift.
0: Definitely. I think... Identifying your strengths and then seeing how that can be applied to any situation that you don't feel confident yeah. in is yeah. like a huge part of building confidence. Yeah, thanks for bringing that back. <laughs> no worries, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a little bit of a therapy session. Yeah, uh, here we are. <laughs> um, here okay, we are. the next one is stop comparing yourself. I would say another time, like one of the first times I started to not feel confident more like about my looks and comparing myself to other like gorgeous people on TikTok was like during the pandemic when all I was doing was scrolling on TikTok. And I was like, Oh, like my abs don't look like that. I'm kind of losing my, I'm not that tan. My hair doesn't look that good. And then I got the Dyson and everything (laughs) changed. but sometimes (laughs) all you have to do (laughs) do. (laughs) sometimes all you have to do is get off of social media oh i'm seeing all these entrepreneurs that just quit their nine to fives on tiktok should i be doing that is am i not making the most of my 20s like what am i doing wrong it's like no actually you just need to get off of tiktok and your life's pretty damn good yeah so be self-aware enough and be strong enough to just put your phone away yeah and unfollow click the unfollow button click the mute button whatever you need to do like Use social media to your advantage. Don't let it bring you down.
1: Yeah. I think a really good one to piggyback off of that is just living in the present moment. That will help you understand your strengths, like you mentioned before. It'll help you understand what you want and how you want to live and prevent you from wasting time scrolling on social media so that it can help you get prepared for whatever it is that you're trying to be confident in. Yes.
0: Yes um next one. Oh, also off of the living presently is like that is also gonna help anxiety and depression yeah like, I know it's so hard to just be like oh just live presently and your anxiety and depression will go away but literally you control your mind you control your thoughts like stop thinking about the future stop thinking about the past and just all you can control right now is the present moment yeah so show up for yourself like in your highest possible self. Yeah. And then you won't be reflecting on the past or be worried about the future. Uh, Next up, celebrate the small wins. A win is a win and it should be celebrated. Um, And I just think celebrating the progress that you do make is so important. Yeah. You know, everyone's always reaching for this next milestone, but if you take some time to celebrate your friends, small wins, celebrate your small wins, celebrate your family's small wins, like, we're only on this planet for so long. Like, let's just make it a good time. Literally.
1: I love that. And something else too is talking to yourself positively. And I think I talk to myself most positively in the morning when I'm kind of grounding myself in my day. And I don't do this every day. But when I do this, I have the best days. And that's when I literally write down in my journal like three things that I'm grateful for. So I'm grateful for the sun being out today and that it not being 20 degrees. I'm grateful for having a job, even though it's a crazy time in this world. And maybe I have been happier in a role before. Like I have a job, you know, like it's a little things like that. Having A brother to FaceTime and shoot the shit with for an hour. It doesn't need to be these grand things It's the small wins, like you said. And I feel like that just makes you live presently. It makes you focus on the now and what you do have and the strengths that are in your life. And it just sets yourself up for success in knowing kind of who you are and what you have to bring into the day.
0: Yes. I think be feeding yourself all of those positive thoughts and like you. it's Again, a muscle, but like that glass half full mentality is going to get you so far. Literally, because the more you tell yourself these positive things, like I am confident, like I'm going to have so much fun at this event. Like I'm going to make it to my workout class tomorrow. You're all of a sudden you're going to start picking up and your subconscious is only going to be able to identify those positive things. And literally right before your eyes, like all this great, all these great things are going to happen to you. Yeah,
1: I love that you said glass half full because in what world have you ever perceived someone to be confident when they're looking at the world through a negative lens? When they're saying everything bad happens to me or um, like they're just like constantly fueling the space with negativity and oh, this is going to happen later and whatever it is, like that's never, that never exudes confidence ever. So it's just feeding yourself good thoughts, feeding others. Like if you have positivity in your life, putting that out into the world. So you can also help others become more looking at the glass half full rather than empty.
0: That goes into one that I missed earlier, but use other people to your advantage. So keep your promises to other people and rely on them to hold you accountable. There's so much power in having to show up for somebody else. Yeah. For example, um, there are definitely many days where I was not really in the mood to record a podcast. And I would have probably if I was doing this on my own, maybe let it slip to the next day and then something else pops up. But like, you rely on me and I rely on you and we can hold each other accountable Yeah. and use your significant other, use your best friend, use your mom. Be like, mom, make sure you text me in the morning and ask me how my workout class was Yeah. so that I can tell you That's such a good one. that I actually went. So
1: yeah, it's like, although confidence is built from within, you can also do things with other people that helps you build that accountability on yourself if you don't have that yet. Yes. Um, And then that that also reminded me of something else that I listened to this week where someone was saying, you know, if you're feeling helpless, be helpful. So when when you don't have something in your life, maybe you don't have, I guess we can still use that as an example. Like you feel like you're kind of stuck, right? You helping someone else when they need it, you giving some of your energy away from being Number one, the thought of you feeling like you're stuck or that you're helpless. Mm -hmm. And number two, just like adding value to someone else's life. And that just further proves to you that you're actually not helpless. Like you actually were able to help somebody else and you were actually able to like if I could do this for you, then I can do this for myself. And you know what? Like there's something I can offer and I'm not exactly what my mind is telling me that I am.
0: Yeah, I, I like that a lot and last tip we have you guys have all heard it before we've said it probably almost every episode but fake it till you make it it's a real thing not a single person out there knows how you feel on the inside they only know what you are telling or showing them so it's all just a game life is literally a game so fake it till you make it and literally one day you're going to wake up and you're actually going to feel and believe the things that you've been showing or telling yourself.
1: I love that. And then I also just want to wrap it up and say that even the most confident people work on these things every single day. Like they wouldn't be confident without it. So if you're lacking confidence right now, you're not helpless. You can actually do these things that we're sharing. I mean, we're doing them. We're trying to become these beings that can make change in our lives, make change in other people's lives, bring something to the table and at the end of the day, just live how we want to live without care and without feeling like we can't do the things that we set our minds to.
0: That's the dream right there.
1: Literally, literally. And so there's no need to be afraid of not feeling like you're enough or not feeling like you can't do something because you're afraid of the outcome or the possibility. Like, why don't you reframe that as like, I'm afraid of never being able to test my potential by letting this fear of uncertainty or fear of failure get in my way of starting something. So just know that everyone experiences it. Like it's something that can be practiced and there are different tools that you can do. And there's no reason to feel held back, you know? And it takes just like the self-awareness to understand that you have areas to grow in and being self-aware that you're not alone, At, like, it should be almost, I hope it's comforting for you to hear that, like, two more confident human beings that some of it's supernatural, some of it we've worked on, like, we have areas to work on. And, like, these things that we mentioned are not all things that we do in our day-to-day, but things that we know we have to do in order to be these confident beings.
0: Yes, and the last thing I'll say to really drill it home for you. Ready? It ain't that deep. no. Oh, no I was going to say <laughs> confidence is a choice. Like, literally, it's literally. It's a, a mindset. Choice. Yes. So stop. If you're like, I'm just not that confident in this. I'm not that. Well, you, that's because you're telling yourself it's literally a choice. You need to choose to be confident. And it's as simple as that. Like there's really. Yeah. Okay. We told you all these tips, but like at the end of the day, it's, it's up to you. literally a choice you just have to make. Yeah, Exactly. So go out there, have a confident day. You're beautiful, you're smart, you're deserving of all the things. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode. I did. I did too. I feel good.
1: I'm feeling really good. Way to set the tone for the weekend.
0: I know, for real. Okay, well,
1: thanks for listening. Stay tuned on our Instagram for some more event details. We hope you're excited. We've been looking for an opportunity to like, finally meet people in person and we feel like this is the perfect way to do so so stay tuned appreciate you for listening as usual we love you and have a good weekend it's thursday baby Bye.